What's up, guys? I forgot how do I how do I into it? Individual riders and speed separation, it is gone. It is gone. The world has definitely caught up to us. And especially coming here. What's up, guys? You know who it is, your boy James Stewart. And you know where we at, baby. We at the rewind. Special edition rewind. We brought the whole world together for what? The motocross the nation's own home soil up in Red Butt. We had the best of the best. We're almost the best of the best. We didn't have the defending champion of the MXGP, but we had everybody else. And it was a showtime. The U.S. versus the rest of the world. The rest of the world versus U.S. on home soil. So let's check it out. Motocross the nation from Red Butt. Let's get into it. Being at its own home soil. You know, the expectations for the U.S. was high. You know, we come back here. We just raced here a few months ago at Red Butt. It's one of my favorite tracks, and I'm sure it's the guys that raced over here um, this weekend's one of the favorite tracks. But coming here, there was a lot of pressure on the U.S., and there was a lot of uncertainty um, about the team guys that was being picked. We had the Justin Cooper um, or bringing a 450 guy down here. Justin was struggling in the beginning part of the year. And like I said, I don't even know why we're talking about it, but we're talking about it. I felt like he was the best pick, and ultimately, he was. But I just think everybody knew how much pressure was going to be since we are a home soil. It's been years since we won it, and the world has caught up to us. Um, like it or not, the world has stepped up to where the, the speed separation isn't that different. So there was a lot of uncertainty, um, uncertainty about who we should pick. And making sure we got that right so we had the best opportunity to get. So we got that figured out. We got the team figured out. So we had Justin Cooper and then we had Eli Tomat and Chase Sexton. I clearly been the best three Americans um, in both classes. Um, obviously, Jet, you know, Jet and Hunter and, and Shimoda, you know, went one, two, and three in the last class. But Justin was coming up to where he was winning races. And um, if he wasn't hurt at the beginning of part of the year, I think the season might have ended up different. So I think U.S., we had. Our, our best crop of American riders coming in here. And not to say that was a negative to anybody else, but ultimately, I think we had a good. So going into the race, you know, they show up on Saturday. Track looks awesome. Those guys, they did an amazing job. I mean, I actually thought it might have been the best I've ever seen Red but You know, they get excited. You know, they bring the whole world here. They, everybody wants to show out. Like when you got your, you know, your mama's family, your girl's family coming over here, you, you know, you put out the nice, you know, dining set. So, you know, the Richies, I think that's their name, right? Damn, I nailed that. How did I know that? They stepped up. They put a lot of work into it, and the place looked phenomenal. And on Saturday, it actually, it was one time I was watching the race this year. I was like, dang it, I want to ride. Saturday looked great. And it was, it was for me, watching it, there was a lot of surprising, not surprising things. And what I mean by that is I was surprised how deep, the the world is meaning like uh, Jeremy Seward like was good um, you know Renee was good and and honestly like I feel like the MXGP the world guys didn't even have their um, quote unquote top level guys where Geyser not wasn't there Hurlings wasn't there Fever wasn't there so I wouldn't say it was a B team but they definitely didn't have the the last two champions in the MXGP and then um, you know with Fever being out. But when you look at the whole field, it was deep because there was a lot of guys from a lot of different countries being able to run up 
Uh, maybe not the pace of Eli when we went beast mode, but there was a pace where like if if we got bad starts, they would finish where they finished. The guys can win. So it was really cool to see, you know, Yago Gertz come in and then win, you know, uh, I think it was a Saturday qualifier and then actually keep Tomac honest on on the race on the first uh, moto and having Renault come in and win the third moto. I just thought it was it was a it's the first time in a while that you had a full blown like world flair you know you had guys from spain france australia you know u.s um you know where before it was like you know you had the belgians and then it was the french and then it was the italians now it's like you got uh, the world there's there's a crop of riders top level riders across the whole world i still think one of our advantages at the u.s uh, in the u.s is that we have you know a deeper team meaning like our, our mx1 um is a champion uh, mx3 is either the second place or he's close to being a champion and mx2 class is usually a guy that's winning races or possibly a champion outside of this year so i think our team is better and it's deeper but when you start looking at the whole field and, and riders individual riders and speed separation it is gone it is gone the world has definitely caught up to us and especially coming here being on home soil the advantage went to the U.S. Why? Because we're used to this and we're on home soil. And you would say we we normally have the fastest riders and stuff, the top of the world. So coming here, you feel like we have the advantage. Well, looking at the race, when it was dry and then it was wet, we had the better team on there. And Chase, Eli, and Justin, I think Justin rode better out of everybody, um, you know, out of the Team U.S., Eli real great too, but we had the better team, but it was, it was nice to be able to watch each individual riders in the world catch up. And not only just one, you had different guys across the world and different ones, um, to cool. So for me watching, it was exciting to see that. And it just makes it even, um, I think even more special that we was able to win it. And then moving forward, I think it's going to bring back the spark into this because now you really, you know, the U S we're clear favorites as a whole team, but the world is catching up and it's only going to get better. So, and a shout out to Yamaha. At one point, they had one through five. Two years ago, you would have never guessed that. And I think that's not only star racing, but just Yamaha in general. Like they're over in Europe, like, you know, Max and Renault, and then, you know, Yago Gertz and Seward, Koldenhoff. These guys are out here, Eli, you know, uh, Ferrandez. Yamaha was one through five at one point. You know, so two years ago, that wasn't the, that wasn't the case. And it just shows how much, you know, when you where they were a few years ago and how much the to continue to work and improve the motorcycle and belief and what people think um, has showed up. So not only um, it was a big day for the U.S. to be able to, to get back that trophy that we've been wanting, but I think it was a big um, day for Yamaha, too, because it was it was just with Eli doing what he did this year looking the best he's ever have but on the world stage when you it you can't just say oh it was just Eli or Ferrandis we know those guys are good but when you look at the whole world stage Yamaha was doing great and it was nice to be able to see that so shout out to those guys um for stepping up and then um you know the rest was history we stole that trophy I wouldn't even say we stole it we took it back you know it was our trophy but you know at the end of the day we could not leave this place without having that trophy like we couldn't, you, 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 exactly. That's what would have happened if we didn't win it. It would have been that. And I don't even know what that was, but 
We didn't have to go through that because we were able to get the trophy because we had the best team. We had the best riders and we are the motocross the nation's champion. And I'm not Derek Cole. Don't even, don't even touch that button. I'm not even close to getting neck burns. We're not even that. Coming into the event, I said, there was a little uncertainty about who we should pick for the MX2. We bring down Justin Barsha, Christian Craig, um, Jason Anderson. He was out. I don't think he was going to go back to it anyway, or like Justin Cooper. And this is not a knock to either one of those guys, you know, uh, Justin and or Craig. You know, they're worthy. They're worthy guys. But when we were talking about this a few months ago, I said, like, I don't even know why we're talking about this. We're home. We're in Europe. Maybe it's a different story, right? But we're here. And Yamaha's, they're fast. They're fast. Justin Cooper is a great starter. He's a great starter. When that's what I was thinking of is, okay, when you think about the motocross nations, you have to put the MX2 guys, you know, on the inside. In the start, um, starting position is a huge thing. So, of course, I know Eli, he can do beast mode. Chase can come up to the back. They got speed. So who, what do I want? I want somebody to get a start. And if it was a fitness issue, not a speed issue, I knew we had a moto to throw away. And if we needed to rely on Chase and Eli, we were going to lose anyway. So when I looked at it as a whole, I was just looking at, okay, out of two motos, do I think Justin Cooper can get up front, top five off the start, which would be pulling the whole shot against 450s to me? Do I think he can do that? Can he go fast enough for one moto to, to be able to win that class or be up there? Yeah, I think he could do that. And so back then, I was thinking like all those different details that he is the guy he is the guy and um but showing up this weekend i think the the last half of the outdoors he proved himself he was the guy but showing up this weekend i think he took a little pride to it because ultimately like out of all the guys that we had or all all three of the guys we had he was the only one that won his class so going from the weakest link to the strongest one in the sense of winning his class and the way he looked I thought he wrote better than he has all year. You know, he looked the most aggressive, comfortable. He looked more like Justin Cooper than Chase looked like Chase. Um, Eli looked great. I think he looked comfortable on his motorcycle. And as we talked about on the rewinds is different tracks. He looks better on different tracks. So all, um, I think this track set up well for him. Um, you know, it was, it was deeper, a lot of traction. So I thought he looked good. But overall, like Justin Cooper looked great to me he looked really good so i was pumped to see that and he was a big part of why we won and there was a lot of pressure coming on to him and don't underestimate like that part because it would have been easy for him to throw something away or have a bad motor and people go see i told you i i told you i told you um but that didn't happen he went out and dominated on saturday and then came out and did what he had to do on sunday and um, you got to be stoked for the kid. So congratulations, Justin. I told you. Don't know why we were even talking about it, but we were. And there was no need to. I think we'll put that to bed. So not only was it the U.S. on home soil, the motocross the nations, you know, with COVID. And I think it was the first time in a while that it's, it, it seemed like it was the motocross the nation again, like a big event, a lot of hype going into it. You have people at races that haven't been at races in years, like, you know, you know what I mean? Some of them bigger head guys and corporates, they show up. It's like basically the guys that just show up at Anaheim, Las Vegas, U.S. Open and Motocross Nation. Those guys. So it was a lot of hype because we were on home soil. We had a strong team. And um, so that was one part of the equation of what the stories coming into the Motocross Nation. 
But the other part was Jet Lawrence moving up to the 450. We all wanted to see what that was going to be about. You know, him just coming off a dominating outdoor um, performance championship, actually a year winning the, the, the lights class, and then moving to 450s for next year outdoors, going up against his teammate in the U.S. Uh, US guys. And considering that, you know, he's been playing, you know how Jet is. He was thinking about the future. So, you know, he's been planning this since he was getting uh, some Johnson Johnson smacked on his booty powder. So going into this, I was excited to see what he was going to look like. And kid looked great. Kid looked great. All I'm going to say is this, and I ain't going to say too much about it, but I'm going to say enough about it. There's going to be little troubles in the Honda pit. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I ain't going to name no names. I ain't going to name nothing else. But I just say, like, if I'm Honda, whoo, I feel good. I feel good. Having Chase going into it, I did say I wasn't going to name no names, but I'm going to name them anyway. Having Chase, you know, stepping up getting a close uh, second in the outdoor title, you know, to the outdoors jet coming up and, uh, you know, winning the last two outdoors, Hunter Lawrence's brother um, doing what he's done. I'm um, doing, you had the German chocolate Ken rocks. And so Honda, their, their future was there, you know, with chase and um, you know, the president with Ken and then the, the Lawrence boys. And then not only doing that, dominating the world stage with um, Tim Geyser, there was a lot of stuff going on for Honda, which was a positive, but, Jet Lawrence, 450. And all I'm going to say is that the, the, the biggest thing is a rider. You don't want to ever get beat by your teammate. Well, Jet Lawrence is Chase's teammate. And even though they were racing against each other, they're going to be teammates. They're friends. And, um, but I, I know it would bother me, and it looked like it bothered Chase. That sucked. That sucked. Now, I will say this with Chase. The motocross... The nation's pressure is no joke. There is no joke on there. There's more pressure on that than just winning the title. Because if you lose the title, you know, like what happened a couple of weeks ago? Uh, what happened a couple of weeks ago with Chase? You lose it, okay? Your family, your team, y'all bum. You lost it. When you lose it here, you lose it for the whole world, like the whole country, the whole country. So you show up at these races. It is hard to be yourself. And Chase didn't look like himself. In fact, he looked worse this race than he did at Paula. And even though he looked worse, he was still able to show up and get what he needed to get done. And that's commendable. That's respect. And I get a lot of respect for that because the motocross nation is no joke, the pressure. And so, but, you know, you can kind of forget all that. Like when Everest went past me and I was like, dude, all right, all right, I'm just going to USA, USA. And then the next year I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I ain't letting that happen again. Well, you know, Chase was in an awkward situation because when Jet, you know, passed him and Jet took off, it, it didn't sit well with him. It, it can't. It, it can't. It didn't sit well with me. And I was, I'm not even racing. I don't have nothing. But I just know, like, as a teammate, you're like, dude, I can't let this happen. And what was happening was that this kid comes in there, and you know, Jet, like, you know, he, you know, he feels himself. He feels like he is the next guy on there. Shoot, I think he's even said it. So Chase, with Ken going on, it's his team, right? Like, he's the guy. Well, I don't know how it's going to look, but if it's looking the way I see it looking and how I would feel, that didn't last that long. It really didn't like it. It feels like what Jet did by winning. It's like as a rider, you're like 
he is the guy. He just beat me on there. How he beat me and why he beat me, I, I don't even care. He beat me. And not only he did it once, he did it twice. And he, he looked he looked good, like, doing it. The kid actually looked good. He looked like he just got on a bigger bike, but he was riding a 250. The way he raced was just like he was racing in 250 class. And I think technical, uh, technique-wise, he was still able to do the things that he was able to do, hopping around, just doing this stuff that made him look, like, strong on there. And when I'm watching it, I'm like, like, if I'm looking at both the guys, I'm looking like, well, that guy looks like he's been here a long time. That guy looks a lot calmer and um it's happening a lot easier whenever he decides to go fast he's going to go fast and go past them um than the other guy and i just think that's a testament to um you know jet because there's a lot of pressure on him oh believe me it's you know chase might be have a little bit more because we're on home soil but there was a lot of pressure on jet with australia he's a leading guy on there australia had a chance to actually win this thing and if hunter didn't um you know, have a couple of falls, it might've been a different outcome because, you know, Jet did what he needed to do. And then, um, Hunter was second in the, the MX2 class until he fell and all that. So it was there. So I think just overall, um, back on the chase situation, I know that I had to get to him. Now this could be nothing, you know, he can go out and win Anaheim one. And then when he goes to four fifties next year, when Jet moves up, he can blow his ass off the door. He could do that. But I know until that happens again, it just doesn't sit well on there. But you got to give credit to where credit is due. Chase did what he had to do and bring down, um, bring home the motocross the nations. And um, he was kind of in a position like I was in 2006 where you're like, look, I know this is eating at me. I was eating at this dude still passed me on the outside. I'll never live that down. But I did what I had to do. I sacrificed myself for our country. And that's what we needed to do because this is a team event. But surely enough, my mentality was thinking different the next year. And I know if Chase gets in that situation and he wanted to be, it wasn't sitting well. You can look at how he was riding the, the second moto, second half of that once Jet got past him. He was not letting that boy get past him. He wasn't taking him off on him this time. So, um, But maybe that's why I came back in 2008 and crashed my ass off too. So who knows? So maybe the thinking might have been wrong. But hey, I slept better at night afterwards. But it was good to watch Jet. Um come in here and then win you know he won his he won um that first moto and then um you know i felt like out of all the guys he looked in that class him and max and renault looked the best in the mx uh mx3 category so i know it's a lot of confidence for jet but if i'm honda i'm like it's it's a great day it's a great day for blue it's a great day for you know um the red and my future is right there. My future just showed it. And I'm, I'm excited to see what happens and transpires to that. But often, at the end of the day, we won and y'all didn't. That's it. So being at this event, it is a team event. And I all, like I said, I, I felt like most years, you know, Team USA had like a pretty, like we had the best overall team. Meaning there was really no separation our MX2 guy, when a lot of these countries, it's like a, a guy that drops back from the 450 or a rookie, and you're really worried about like that guy. Where I felt like with US, like we usually have pretty good guys, um, top three most of the time in the MX2 um, over here, which is the lights division. And then you had the top two in the 450. And if not, you had third and fourth, which is still like good enough. So our team was pretty like set. But when you start getting into the other countries, like they'll have two good ones and then one guy that's maybe um, new or 
or in a diff- different situation. It's rare to have, you know, three good guys kind of like where we are in the U.S. So I think most of the time, although a lot of luck plays into it where you can get first corner crashes, um, guys get hurt, um, you know, other things that happen. Usually if it's like nobody falls in the best of the best, each each one of your um, team members performs at what we think they should. Usually the team team U.S. most of the years will win. Because like we had the better team overall, um, but this year, you know, France had a pretty good team, and then um, Australia had you know both Lawrence's and, and then Mitch Evans, and which he was starting to come on at the end of the outdoor year. So it was like a, a you know factory Honda team over there, factory Honda Australian team with all three of those guys on there. So I, I think Australia really had a good chance on winning. I think out of all of them, they probably had the the best chance to knock off the U.S. Um, even over France and some of the other ones. But Mitch Evans, he did have his fall on there, and that obviously cost him some points, at least cost him to possibly get second. But I think where it really came down to is what Hunter did. I think Hunter falling um, is where the U.S., um, where Australia lost the chance because Jet did what he needed to do. And uh, even though he didn't win his overall he won the first moto and then he finished second, second one. So that's three points with him. I think where it really came down to it was what um, Hunter did. Cause if you look at points wise, you know, with uh, Justin Cooper, I think going four to nine, if Hunter would have, you know, finished, you know, six, six or, you know, three, six, then those points would have been pretty close to the U S uh, Mitch Evans had a, a one good moto with a fifth. He would have been able to throw away that 28. So you start looking at those points I would go back and be like, okay, it was um, Hunter having some um, crashes that threw away, that, that gave our chance, uh, took away our chance to win the motocross nation. So, um, but it is the motocross nations. And like I said, there's a lot of pressure on there. And uh, by no means, it's not like Hunter was doing something crazy. It was that the 250F guys, they have a hard time, you know, on certain, certain places, it's harder on them than others. And I feel like when it started raining there, it was going to be harder on Hunter than it even was for Justin Cooper. Justin Cooper looks like a, you know, he's a really good starter. Not to say Hunter isn't, but um, I think Justin feels like he can pull a whole shot. Justin has that um, beginning part of the moto speed. And at, at mud races, what do you need? You need a good start and you need to be solid the first few laps. So if I'm p- looking at those two, I'm picking Cooper because he's a good starter and he's pretty quick in the beginning. Um, Hunter might be stronger at the end sometimes. Hunter might pull a whole shot. But overall, it's usually Cooper out front. And then those guys maybe catch him or they don't catch him. So on a team event for one race, if I need it need it happen, I'm picking Justin Cooper um, for that. And it's particularly when it started raining, track got really one-lined it, you're definitely. So I think when you look at the whole picture, I think we had the best guy in the MX2 for the perfect scenario in that MX2, which ultimately ends up getting us that trophy. And I think it's important to say this. It's been a long time, people. It's been a very long time. Been a long time. I was racing since last time we won. And I was long time. It's been a long time since I raced. And it was even a few years before that. Before we, like since we won. So it's been a long time. And we missed that trophy. It's been like France. Belgium. I mean, damn, Netherlands won. Shoot. I mean, they won on there. So it's been a long time. Last time we won, we were, I mean, it was in France. We were in France. Back Villapoto, Dungey, and 
who is it? Blake Baggett. El Chuba Cropper. What up, Blake? So it's been a while. And like I said, I was still racing back there. So, you know, coming back, it's been a few years since we've been here on home soil. We're going to Red Button. I think we were supposed to go somewhere a few years ago back on home soil. But, you know, something else happened in the world. More important things happened and we couldn't do it. But we wanted it this year. And there was a lot of pressure. I mean, like I said, we were trying to build a team together. Who we should bring. Like, should we bring Ricky Carmichael back out of retirement? Damon Bradshaw. Who knows? Mike Brown's still racing. Maybe he. I said, it. hell, Chiz might even do it. Which would have been wrong on my part. Chiz, hey, I don't know. The way he was kind of around that Yamaha about getting him some heat race. He might have been able to do it. But the world has caught up. So we need to bring the best. And we, we had the best of what we had, which was the best. So it's been a long time, people. Been a long time. And it's the first time we ever going to say it on this show about this event. And it's special because we on home soil. So you know we had to do it. And it's a special one. I don't even know how to get this one out because they all winners. They all win it. It is the third degree. Hit them for it, Cole. Suntan. Necks on fire. They all get the neck burn. USA. USA. We had no choice but to win. And maybe... Maybe the, the world didn't have the best of the best, but them riders pretty damn good to me, the way they look. And I think when I went over there and I was like, damn, they, they, damn, they pretty fast. I don't even know who this guy is. Like he's from Mexico. What? Who is this guy? I remember watching Tony Caroli on Yamaha the first year and he was in lights class in um, England. And I told my dad, I was like, I don't know who that guy is because I don't even think he got a number on this bike, but that dude's fast. And sure enough, 10-time world champion, Tony Carroll. This is back in 2006. Didn't even know who the hell he was. But that dude was going fast. And this is on Saturday practice. So now, it's hard to even know where, like, where you're getting hit. It's a war all across the world. Now, it's not just France. It's not just the U.S. It's not just Belgium. The Netherlands. The Australians. Everybody came to play. But we were able to do it. And so the USA, you got to celebrate and it's better. It's better for the world that USA, we're all in it on there. And it ain't nothing to say the world has caught up, people. The world has caught up. Them boys are good. They good. You can't just send the mediocre guys going to get ass kicked. You might even send the best and still get your ass kicked. But that's just a testament to how much everybody's improved across the country, how good these motorcycles are. But, but frankly, how good the rest of the world is how good the, the mxgp class is and the world champions tim geyser jeffrey herlins caroli all those guys they're good and there's there's no second tier anymore so to win this race on there it should be special to usa because we're just not we don't just show up and we're the best we had to work for it and the world made us work for it and so luck does play into it but i'm excited to watch it next year wherever wherever we go we just know we're gonna have a fight and so the world showed up, MXGP guys, y'all killed it. From here is Bubba's world. Damn y'all fast. But it was us, USA, all day long. So hit it for him one more time, Cole. Suntan, next on fire. Next on fire, Chase Sexton, Justin Cooper, Eli Tomac, congratulations. You better bring that trophy home. You better bring that home. You're going to have Roger Costa quitting this year. If y'all ain't going to win this, he's like, man, it's been a long time, man. It's been a long time. It is, it is awkward. It is awkward. Like, I always felt like, damn, like, you know, Belgians went in like he's a Belgian. But Roger bleeds the U.S. He bleeds racing. He bleeds good racing. 
So we put a lot of effort into it this year and we were able to do it. So congratulations, all three of y'all. Justin Cooper, thank you for validating my pick. You wrote great. Eli Tomac, you had a stupid year. Stupid year. I think you might have been the first to win everything you want. Shit, he's still winning. And I cussed. I'm sorry, people. But he's still winning. Just like Alex Martin. He ain't up in Seattle. He's retired now. But Eli's still winning. And he just won the Motocross the Nations. Chase Sexton, good job. You better smack that teammate. Don't let him beat up on you like that. And again, Jet Lawrence doing what you do. Renell, Garrett, all y'all. Ferrandis, it was cool to see you back. You looked a little out of control on Saturday, but you wanted it. You showed up on Sunday. That boy was fast. That boy was fast. He hit the deck a few times, but it was good to see the champ back. Um, but at the end of the day, it was USA. Australia, great job. France, great job. USA with the ultimate neck burn. All right, people, that was it. From the Motocross Nation, where we were victorious, finally got that trophy back. Congratulations, Eli Chase and Justin. Jet Lawrence looked good. France looked good. But we were best. We were able to do it, and we got it back. So that was it, people. I'll see y'all when we see you. Hopefully, it'll be very soon, which it probably will, because we always got exciting things on there. But that was from the Rewind Show from the Motocross Nation for USA was the king of the day. We got it done. Congratulations. Until then, yeah.